quarterback competition in Carolina between Baker and Sam Darnold? Why, that's the wrong decision, plus a key injury that could impact an AFC contender. And it's still list season, even though camp is underway. And we got plenty for you today on Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What up, NFL fans, and welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tony Wiggins out this week, but never fear. We got plenty for you today. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube where over 3,000 of you have subscribed to Locked On NFL. Also, follow wherever you get your podcasts, uh, which include iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. So, we have a ton to get to, so let's dive on in. Uh, th- this Panther situation in Carolina. In life, sometimes certain people stay the way they are because that's the way they are. And in sports uh, or in business, companies stay put and stay in the range of where they are because, well, that's just how they've been. That's in their nature. That's what they're going to do. And sometimes the bad stay bad and sometimes the good just stay good and they fall into it. And I think, well, the Panthers, they're making a mistake. It continues. This idea that it's going to be a quarterback competition, Carolina, they're neck and neck. Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold are splitting reps. Matt Rule last week talking about how Oh, yeah, I'm really a long time away from naming a starter. All of that sounds good. It does. It sounds good. Competition and the best player's going to win the job. And, and, and you traded for Baker Mayfield for a reason. And sometimes the bad stay bad. And what the Panthers could potentially do is ruin Baker's chance uh, of potentially being a franchise quarterback in this league. And, well, the Jets had already ruined Sam Darnold. And let's be honest, the, the damage is done. Okay, Sam Darnold is turnover prone. Sam Darnold isn't going to flip the script and suddenly become a Pro Bowl quarterback. We know what he is. So this idea that, oh, well, it's a competition. And they're going to bring the best out of each other. No, you know what the Panthers are doing right now? They're taking away valuable reps from the guy that they traded for to potentially be their franchise quarterback. Now, They may like this deep down because, well, ownership, David Tepper may say, you know what, I'm not really sold on this Matt Rule guy anyway. Not really sold on this front office anyway. I'm not sold on these quarterbacks. We'll get one in next year's draft. But if the goal is to get the most out of Baker Mayfield, to maximize him, to potentially see if he's going to be a franchise quarterback in Carolina, well, then damn it, go all in. And, and see if he can do it. This idea that they should be splitting reps. I get it now if Baker Mayfield goes out there and has an awful, awful preseason. I understand that. I'm not naive to think that, oh, well, if Baker struggles, Sam Darnold's breathing down his neck. That's fair, okay? That happens. But this idea that a veteran quarterback coming off of a shoulder injury that is really trying to reestablish himself, you traded for him for a reason, you're paying part of his salary. You asked him to take a pay cut. All of these things, right? And you're doing that, but you want to eat into his reps 
in training camp, even though he didn't spend the offseason with you, he spent the offseason in limbo. That just does not make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. And, and so, yeah, to me, this is a no-brainer. Give Baker Mayfield the reps. Now, you, you talk to those that cover the Carolina Panthers, and they'll say, oh, well, it's pretty close. Sam Darnold is it. it come on now. It may look close at this stage of training camp. It's early. But you know what Sam Darnold is. And you know so much of what he is that you gave up an asset to get another guy that was in his draft class that you knew was going to not push Sam Darnold, was not going to just challenge for the starting job that you knew was going to to be better in this offense with a talented running back and is more proven in the NFL. Look, say what you want about Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's been the better quarterback. And I know Baker's uh, Q rating is down right now. But if this offense is worth anything and Baker's healthy in the quarterback he was in 2020, well, if you have DJ Moore on one side, you have Robbie Anderson, you have Curtis Samuel. Uh, no, you don't have Curtis Samuel anymore. I take that back. But you have Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. You have weapons. Um, by the way, Curtis Samuel, not in, in the best shape, according to Ron Rivera. Anyways, the point is, is you have weapons. And you have guys that know how to make plays. And, well, Baker Mayfield knew how to get the ball in the hands of his playmakers a couple of years ago. And, yeah, he struggled with Odell Beckham Jr., but that's the only one. It's not like he struggled, struggled with Jarvis Landry. It's not like he didn't work well with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. It's not like he didn't thrive in, in Nick uh, Kevin Stefanski's system in, in what, what is this play-action style. And, heck, the NFL, NFL.com, what did they do? They posted a picture in, in video clip of Baker Mayfield throwing a deep ball to who? Robbie Anderson. It's the play of Panthers camp. That's the point here, ladies and gentlemen. The Panthers shouldn't be eating into any of Baker's reps. Give him all the reps. Go all in. And you might look up, and you might not get 2020 Baker Mayfield. Maybe he's better. Maybe because he, his back was against the wall, and he was counted out, and he was doubted after going all in on the Cleveland experience. And I know he has his flaws. I'm not painting him out to be an angel or, or super mature or uh, you know the, the next Josh Allen. I don't think that. But can he be a franchise quarterback? Maybe. I'm not completely shutting the book on that, closing the book on that, or even turning the page on the idea of it. But if he's going to be, give him everything. Go all in. Give him every rep. Give him every snap. Give him every second. Don't teeter around things and say, oh, well, it's a competition with Sam Darnold. You know what Sam Darnold is. We don't need to see more. It's time to figure out what Baker Mayfield is. And it's exactly what the Panthers should do. And, and we'll see if they do that. It's uh, one of those things. The bad stay bad for a reason. And I think that's what's going to happen here with Carolina as they continue to split reps between Baker Mayfield, a guy that they clearly traded for and, and wanted to get in the mix here, and Sam Darnold, a guy that they traded for last year and it didn't work out. And we know it right now. This podcast, by the way, sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is full of twists and turns, and it's important to show up for yourself through it all. BetterHelp Online Therapy will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. 
It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. You can log into your account anytime, send a message to your therapist. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is also available. Visit their website. Read their testimonials that are posted daily. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So you need to check them out right now at betterhelp.com slash locked on and start getting some info. This could really help you. Obviously, mental health is something that uh, not everybody loves talking about. Well, that's why BetterHelp can help you. So go there now, and you're going to get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash locked on. Let's keep things rolling with a contending team that, well, dealing with a serious injury. Tim Patrick of the Denver Broncos suffered a torn ACL on Tuesday. And let's be honest here, it's brutal because the Broncos were really trying to make a push here and trying to make a push not just to the playoffs, but a Super Bowl push. And that's – this is kind of the, the theory I have really in this new age of football. I don't know, five, six years, past five, six years. You can't have enough weapons. And I think the Broncos got that. They retained Tim Patrick. They drafted K.J. Hamler. They retained Cortland Sutton, um with a, a contract extension. They also drafted Jerry Judy. Like, think about that. Like, so two premium draft picks, big money to Patrick, who has $6.5 million guaranteed next year, and big money to Cortland Sutton. Why? Because weapons. It's a weapons league, right? You know the phrase, you don't want to take a knife to a gunfight? Well, that's exactly uh, what this day and age is. That's exactly what this NFL is. And so load up on weapons. And it's really unfortunate for Patrick. It's unfortunate for the Denver Broncos. I still think the Broncos are going to be really good. And they still have weapons. And I think that's kind of the point here. If your team, well, you know, I'll throw out some teams. The Green Bay Packers, right? You just don't have enough weapons. Uh, A lot of these teams that are, you know, we just talked about the Carolina Panthers. I think they have some weapons. Could they use another? Absolutely. You can never have enough. And, and that's kind of where I'm at. By the way, they, Terrace Marshall's another guy. Maybe he takes a step this year for Carolina. I think the Broncos got it right here. KJ Hammer coming back from injury, but Jerry Judy is a stud. I still think he could end up being, uh, you know, the best first rounder potentially in that class, which might be a take, but I, I, I still, I, I think he's got a, a shot to do that outside of Justin Jefferson. I don't know if he'll necessarily catch Justin Jefferson, who's an absolute freak. But outside of that, uh, and Jefferson went behind those top guys in 2020. I think Judy has a chance to really take a leap this year. K.J. Hamler coming off the injury. He is a speedster. He's going to stretch the field. Russell Wilson worked with one of those guys and Tyler Lockett. That could help. And then Cortland Sutton as well. But this is a big loss for Denver. And I don't know if they're going to necessarily go out and address it in free agency and go get a guy. An Emmanuel Sanders reunion would be fun. Um, But this is the worst part about training camp. It is. Is when you have a team – uh, that, that puts it all together and puts these pieces together and they're ready to, to make the leap. And, and you have a guy in Tim Patrick who kind of came out of nowhere to, to not only perform well, but get a contract extension. And it should come together this year with this elite quarterback. A lot of people still think Russell Wilson's elite, and I would agree. And then this happens. Tragedy happens. And, and he's out for the year. And so wishing Patrick all the best in his recovery. Uh, but, but, you know, the Broncos, they're going to have to find 
another option, you know, in, in, in that fourth and fifth receiver spots, it's going to be quite interesting. Maybe it isn't Emmanuel Sanders. Maybe they go after someone like that. I, I don't think they would necessarily get in the Odell Beckham Jr. world. But speaking of speedsters, you know, that there are, you know, a couple out there that you could certainly get. Uh, Will Fuller still available. Maybe you'd go after him. But big, big loss for the Broncos. Unfortunate. Uh, certainly you're going to see more Javante Williams. I would imagine more of those, that running back duo with Melvin Gordon as well. Um, but the Broncos, yeah, I mean, I, I think this really hurts their team in the, the ceiling. Because if you can guard Jerry Judy on the same play as you're guarding, you know, KJ Hamler deep, and you're also able to take away Javante Williams out of the backfield. Well, that's great. But then you had Tim Patrick, right? Or then Cortland Sutton was free, uh, streaking free deep downfield. Well, now you're taking away one of those weapons. So that's a, a really, really tough loss for the Denver Broncos. And really the unfortunate part about uh, training camp is these training camp injuries. And that's why I never complain about it being light, right? When they start light, I mean, the team I cover, the Cincinnati Bengals on a daily basis, their first padded practice was Tuesday. You know, it's about safety. It's about getting these guys to at least the starting line. We know how tough it is, right? But at least get them to the starting line. And I think that that's uh, why we, we see things the way we're seeing them and more precautions and coaches are being, you know, really wise with ramping up their guys slower and slower because you want them ready week one. You don't need them ready week one of the preseason. Week one of the regular season is when it counts. Up next, NFL.com released some rankings and some projections. And I want to go over some of them, react to some of them. Quite, quite interesting stuff from NFL.com. But first, a word from BetOnline. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, games. It's BetOnline. So whether you want to wager on the Denver Broncos to win it all, maybe you think Russell Wilson is going to cook his way to an MVP. You can do all of that and so much more at Bet Online. So whether it's the NBA, Major League Baseball, at the trade deadline, did you see the craziness that the Padres pulled off? Man, oh man, them and the Dodgers, it's going to be interesting in the National League. Get to Bet Online today. Start wagering from combat sports to UFC to Major League Baseball. Racing, esports, even golf. They got you covered. So go there now. Bet online where the game starts. A quick reminder that the Locked On NFL podcast, you can catch us daily right here on Locked On NFL. So whether it's me and Tony every single Wednesday, whether it's Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Friday, we got you covered all season long. Thank you so much for making us your first listen here on Locked On NFL. And Cynthia Freeland is an analytics expert for NFL.com, and she always posts great work. And basically what she did is projected the stat leaders for the 2022 season. And it's early, right? Training camp just started, but it's project prediction season. You've seen a bunch of rankings. And I thought this was really cool because, uh, and I'm just going to go over the list and tell you which ones I agree with, which ones I disagree with. Joe Burrow, she has leading the NFL in passing yards, 4,950. I'm going to go through them all first, and then I'll, I'll quickly uh, give you my thoughts on each one. Passing touchdowns, Tom Brady at 40. Rushing yards, 1,950 yards for Derrick Henry. She has Jonathan Taylor leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns at with 14 receptions. Cooper Cup, 111. 
receiving yards. Justin Jefferson, 1450, which would be behind what it was last year, uh, including Jamar Chase, who had 1455 last year. Receiving touchdowns, Mike Evans, 13. Total touches, Jonathan Taylor. Total touchdowns, Jonathan Taylor. And, and so sacks, Nick Bosa, interceptions, Xavier Howard. Okay. First with passing yards. I could totally see it with Joe Burrow. I think Josh Allen could get in the mix here. Uh, and those would probably be my two favorites. Because I think the Bengals are going to pass the ball a lot. I think they're going to throw, throw it all over the yard. Even though Burrow, you know, still dealing with that appendectomy, still recovering from that. I think that was a little more serious than people realized in the moment, including myself. But yeah, I, I think when you have the weapons that he has, it wouldn't be shocking to me if Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd all topped the 1,000-yard mark. And if that's the case, got Hayden Hurst and Joe Mixon as well, you could look up and Joe Burrow could be around that 5,000-yard mark. Tom Brady throwing 40 passing touchdowns. Is that shocking? Not shocking to me. I mean, they just added Julio Jones. They got Russell Gage from the Falcons. At some point, Chris Godwin is going to come back, maybe for week one. They also have a guy named Mike Evans in really great depth. I mean, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, Jalen Darden. There's a lot of receivers, right? They got Kyle Rudolph. They got Cameron Brait in that tight end room. Now, I think Brady certainly poised to be in the mix. Derrick Henry, I don't love this. For a couple of reasons. One, the, the injuries with Derrick Henry, and I think defenses now with no A.J. Brown are going to just be able to load up in the box and say, all right, Ryan Tannehill, go ahead. And I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. So I don't necessarily agree with that one. I could see it. I could see that happening because he's going to get a ton of touches, but I, I'm not sure. I think Jonathan Taylor rushing touchdowns makes a lot of sense. Joe Mixon uh, could get in that mix as well. Nick Chubb might be my guy, though. I think he is going to have a ton of rushing touchdowns, and it would probably be my pick. As far as receptions goes, Cooper Cup, I, I would say, probably. But I think Allen Robinson could eat into those targets a little bit. And, and things could drop because Allen Robinson is an upgrade. I think Allen Robinson is a, a clear upgrade, upgrade there. Receiving yards, I think 1,450 is a little light. Wouldn't shock me if Justin Jefferson did lead the league in receiving yards, but that seems light to me. Receiving touchdowns, Mike Evans with 13. I'll take the over. And I'm not sure who's going to do it, right? But, but I, I think someone is going to hit the over there. Uh, as far as receiving touchdowns go. Could it be Chase? Maybe. Could it be a Justin Jefferson? Absolutely. Could Tyreek Hill? Probably not a guy like that, right? New offense. Could Travis Kelsey do it? I think Travis Kelsey would be a, maybe my favorite. And I know he's a tight end, but my favorite could be there. Uh, Jonathan Taylor for total touches. I would actually go with Derrick Henry there. Total touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor with 16. I agree with that. Nick Bosa sacks at 15. I could get on board with that. I could see that happening. Miles Garrett would obviously be in the mix along with another Bosa, along with all the top, you know, pass rushers in the league. So that would not shock me one bit. Xavier Howard interception six. Sure. I could totally see that happening. And by the way, sacked by a rookie. She has Aiden Hutchinson with seven. I agree. I'm kind of bullish on the Lions. I think the Lions are going to be a fun watch this year, certainly compared to what they've been in recent years. And I like Aiden Hutchinson a lot there. Uh, again, check all that out at, at NFL.com. Cynthia Freeland with some really good stuff. I saw that. I was reading it, and I'm like, this is perfect for today's show. I, I think um, as far as uh, you, you know, quarterbacks are concerned uh, in, in yards, I, I think uh, Tom Brady could have a say in that too. Wouldn't shock me one bit if he threw for 5,500 yards this year. I don't think the Bucks are going to run the ball a ton. And, yeah, you did lose Ryan Jensen, and we'll see what they do at center there, but – I just I think they're going to throw it and throw it and throw it some more. And, and 
That's just that's how they're going to win games. And that doesn't mean Leonard Fournette isn't going to get touches, but there's a reason, you know, what, why you go get a Julio Jones because you know, all right, let's just keep adding. Let's add another threat, uh, another big-bodied guy that can make some plays in the red zone, make some plays in critical moments, and, and try to help us win a Super Bowl. So the Buccaneers, I, I like them a lot. I know they had an injury scare with Tristan Wirfs. It seemed like it was relatively minor from what I saw. So that's the thing, man. You, you need to avoid injuries. All these projections, all these things like – the Joe Burrow projection. Does that take into account that, you know, who knows? I, I think he'll be there week one. Will he be 100% week one? I think he'll be cleared week one. Will he be ready to throw for 350 yards against the Steelers week one? That That's the part of it that is pretty tough. Um, that being said, I mean, he threw for over 4,600 yards last year behind a bad offensive line. The offensive line should be better. So we'll see how much improved he is, how much better he is. Here's what I know, though is that there are so many good quarterbacks in this league. I mean, Tony and I talked about it, what, two weeks ago now. Lamar Jackson, out of, you know, not in the top ten. You kidding? It's wild to me. Wild, wild, wild. Also, uh, the, the one Cowboys note, Jerry Jones said he isn't worried about the Cowboys wide receivers with James Washington going down, uh, expected to miss significant time um, the majority of this season. I, look, I get it. I understand it because you got a guy named CeeDee Lamb uh, who's a freak, right? You feel pretty good and confident uh, about the, the top couple of receivers, but the depth really isn't there. So do they go after another guy? We'll see about that. Here's what I know is we're going to be back every single day this week, five days a week here on Locked On NFL. So make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Check us out wherever you get your podcast. Tony and I will be back together. He was just out this week. We'll be back together next week for Tony Wiggins. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL.